Welcome to the Ask Andrew podcast. Real questions from real condo investors. You ask, I answer. Hi, and welcome back to the Ask Andrew podcast. Thanks for listening. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking to Alex. Alex is actually a seasoned real estate investor, but it wasn't until recently he became interested in investing in condos. Now, actually, it was a number of years back, I first spoke to Alex, and he almost purchased a condo at that time, but he decided against it. And now, several years later, um, he has seen the light, so to speak, <laughs> and uh, he's very interested in investing in condos now. And so Alex and I had a great conversation um, about condo investment. He talked about, we asked, uh, he asked me about what's the future of the condo market in the next few years. We talked about how much it costs to buy a condo right now. What is the current pricing in the downtown core? We talked about how Toronto compares to other major cities in North America. We talked about what is the best type of unit to buy, one bedroom, two bedrooms, and so on. We also got into investing in Hamilton and the Hamilton condo market. And finally, we also touched on investing, should you do it in a company name or should you do it you do it in your personal name. So these are some of the things that we talked about, and uh, I think you'll find it very beneficial to listen in on this conversation that I had with Alex, who again is a seasoned real estate investor, but now is looking to get into the condominium market in a big way. So if you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, just go to askandrewpodcast.com, click ask me a question, and we can schedule a call to have one of these conversations for you. And you can ask me anything you like. So just go to askandrewpodcast.com for that. And without further ado, here is my conversation with Alex. Great. So in terms of uh, the market, yeah, absolutely. The market is is very hot. It continues to be strong. Everything is selling very quickly. Prices are, are rising rapidly. Rental prices are rising rapidly. So yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a good time to to be in the market and to to uh, to have to build a portfolio. Yeah. Um, now, with with uh, you said rental prices are rising rapidly in the market. Do you still see a lot of like do you, do you still see a lot of product coming on uh, in the next five years, or is it just uh, you know I know there's a lot of product out there right now that's being built, and, and I understand that there might be a change with the uh, the OMB um, and the process of how some of these developments get approved. Um, someone was explaining it to me. I'm not sure if I'm accurate or not, but um, do you still see a lot of product coming on board over the next five years? Do you see some of this starting to dwindle? Some of these projects getting too expensive? Uh, I do. Well, I mean, I see both. Like, I, I do see a lot of product coming online in terms of condos, in terms of high rise. Uh, but at the same time, I see overall a trend towards. Um, less product in the sense of meeting the actual demand that's out there. So if you look yeah. at the housing market as a whole, um, we need to build more homes, and we're not doing that at all. We're building fewer and fewer low-rise homes every year. We're building more and more condos. But overall, like the number of new uh, dwelling units that are being built are not keeping up with demand. Wow. Um, and, and I think it's only going to get worse as, some of the things you mentioned start to have their effect, including getting rid of the OMB, which is going to make it a lot harder. Uh, most developers think it's going to make it a lot harder to get their buildings approved and get their sites approved to build more product. And then with um, from a from a building a portfolio standpoint, I mean, I've had properties, residential homes, 
uh, for rent, but I've never uh, actually physically gone through the process of building a portfolio with the condos and renting them. Um, you know, a lot of these things, I'm seeing prices in the seven to, I mean, as high as a thousand dollars a square foot range. Let's call it seven fifty a square foot pretty much the average right now for condos, or is it even higher than that? Yeah, much, much higher than that. Um, okay. If you're, talking, if you're talking about the downtown core, yeah. in terms of new launches that are coming out, you know, now we're, we're pretty much at around 900 to 1,000 range, is sort of the average for, for good locations in the core, close to subway, that kind of a thing. Um, E-condos, E2 condos, I should say, Young and Lincoln, launching right now, it's averaging about 950 per square foot. Um, one Brewer condos is obviously a different beast, but it's, uh, you know, it's like starting at like 1300 a foot going up to 3000 a foot for the penthouses. Yeah. Um, King Lee condos, King in Portland. Uh, it just launched last week. It was about 900 a foot. Um, Panda condos is coming out young and Dundas. Rumor is it's going to be about 1100 a foot. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one called Social at Church in Dundas. It's coming out soon. It's going to probably be about a thousand a foot. So how, do, I mean, how does that compare it's hard to, to find anything cities? under 900? Yeah, how does that compare to other you know major cities? I mean, that are you know I don't I don't know how many too many cities are building as many condos as we are in Toronto, but on the per square foot price range, is that uh, average compared to like a Chicago or I don't know? Say New York may not be a great example. It's a much bigger city, but how does it compare? Uh, well, you know, I, I, I'm not an expert on how on the stats of how it compares at this moment, but generally speaking, if you look at any affordability index or pricing index, and you know, every few months an article like this comes out and they compare cities, it always is. Toronto is always in the bottom, you know, the bottom tier in terms of pricing. We're always way cheaper than any other major city. Um, you know. I always just I always just look at Vancouver, you know. And to me, as long as we're way cheaper than Vancouver, um, you know, to me that's always a sign that the market is going to continue to grow because it's, you know, it's it's comparable in the sense that it's you know it's the same country, it's the same currency that's used to purchase both properties in both cities, um, you know, it's the same government, the same you know principles of urban planning and how properties are built and. So on that's both growing cities, but you know Toronto's economy is you know is dwarfs Vancouver's economy, and Toronto's job market dwarfs Vancouver's job market. So I always think you know in the long term, like 50 years from now, uh, I'd be surprised if if Vancouver pricing was uh, still significantly higher than Toronto's in the long, long run. Yeah, um, you know I think I just think we're so undervalued as a as a city when you look at the amount of money that's in the city and the amount of jobs that are in the city. Yeah, that's a good point. So if I, um, if I've, as an investor, if I have, uh, you know, I want to start building a portfolio of condo units, um, you know, for rental, and I think the, I read, not sure if I read it on your website, but uh, I think it may have been where typically, you know, the average, you recommend holding a condo for about seven years uh, as an investor before things start to change with, uh, you know, maintenance and, and what have you. Um, if, you know, if I'm looking at invest, let's say I have half a million dollars that I want to invest. Um, you know, where would you, where would you, where would you put that? Kind of, how would you place that across the city? Um, in terms of, you know, the real downtown core with some of these more premium 
uh, like the one uh, typing uh, opportunity, or would you go somewhere towards further towards the east, closer to the Don Valley Parkway, where you know there's developments that are starting to you know take place, maybe it's slightly a little bit more affordable. Like, how would you spread that money out, or is that even enough to spread out in terms of down, down, down payments on, on properties? Yeah, I mean, 500k you're looking at um, 2.5 million purchase price. So you're looking at you know, well, that's that's around five units or so. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would, those are all, you know, potentially good areas to look at. I would say in general, like waiting is not a good strategy. Uh, yeah. like the market is moving quickly and prices are rising rapidly and there's not really anything coming down the pipe that's going to change that. So, um, I wouldn't say it's like, to you know, wait for this one coming up in six months or something. No, because the prices are going to be much higher at that point. Most likely, sure. so um, you know, if you have a good opportunity, you should seize it. If you have money that you're not doing anything for you, and you're you want to invest in the market, then you should, as a general principle, get that money into the market as soon as you can. Obviously, yeah. it's got to be the right, you know, good good uh, opportunity. But um, just as a general statement, in terms of where to invest, um, again, the challenge is that everything is sold out. So. Uh, you know, like a year or two ago, well, I mean, not a year ago, maybe two years ago, if we were having this conversation, I would, after we hung up, I would send you four or five options that you could buy into right now. Hmm. Uh, and say, you know, here's one on the east side, here's one on the west, here's one in the central, you know, here's one in an upcoming neighborhood, you know, you, you have to have options. Um, but now, like, projects come out and they sell out in a weekend. So, <laughs> it's, uh, Things are moving so quickly that it's like you kind of are following the launch cycles of the next project. So, yeah, I mean, like right now, I you know, what EQ Condos is, is launching literally this week right now. So there's an opportunity there. Um, one Bloor is is, uh, is launching right now. It's, again, it's a bit of a different beast um, than a typical investment, but it's, it's available this week as well. Um, Kingly Condos launched last week. They're... May still be an opportunity to get something there, right? Um, you know, like do lease condos in Regent Park. Uh, it launched just on the weekend, and again, that was just here and gone in one day. So that you know, you kind of missed that one. So yeah, um, it's a matter of uh, you know acting quickly and and jumping on stuff that that is sort of and being ready to jump on stuff. I should say that, uh, that as it comes out. Okay, and what do you what do you recommend? Um, like, do you recommend one bedroom studio, two bedroom? Like, what, like in terms of return, um, what what would you recommend uh, looking for? Well, there's pros and cons to different types. I mean, traditionally, uh, I was all, I would always recommend the smaller unit studio than one beds in particular, um, giving you the best cash flow, the best ROI as rental properties. But in the past year, there's been a major shift towards two bedrooms and a major shortage of two bedrooms in the resale market as more and more people are priced out of low-rise homes, more and more people are turning to condos, two-bedroom condos. And so there, there is a big shortage of them out there, both for sale and for rent. But, uh, you know, in how they, they introduce rent control. So rent control is sort of pushing, you know, pushing... Uh, Investors more in favor of smaller units that are going to have higher turnover, so you can raise the rents more. Yeah. Um, 
you know, so there's there's pros and cons to to both. I mean, I've got I've got investors who prefer the bigger stuff for stability and more appreciation. Uh, I got other ones who prefer the smaller stuff because it's going to give you better cash flow and higher turnover. Um, some people don't want higher turnover because it's uh, you know it's a pain dealing with turnover yeah. and maintenance and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's up to you and what your what your preferences are and and uh, you know how much you want to invest and what you know it depends on a number of factors. Depends on the building as well. You know, certain buildings sure. it makes more sense to buy a one bedroom. Other buildings, it makes more sense to buy it too. You got to look at, you know, the sweet mix in a building. If the building is full of one bedrooms, then you know you probably want to get a two bedroom because you don't want to be the same as everybody else. Yeah, no, I understand. Okay, and then lastly, um, Hamilton. Hamilton's a market where you're starting to see a lot of condo development. Where would you, I mean? Do you? I know you're predominantly uh, all on trial. Are you looking at them at all? Yeah, Hamilton is definitely a market that I'm actively looking at right now. Um, right. As again, as people are being priced out of the city, they're looking for alternatives. Even investors, I have a lot of investors who want to keep buying, but they, you know, they don't have the cash to, to buy six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollar condos, but they still want to keep yeah. buying. Um, so yeah, Hamilton is something we're actively looking at. Brad Lamb's got—I uh, don't know if you listened to my podcast with Brad Lamb, but he's got his project yeah. out there right now. Yeah, Television City. Yeah. So we're we've already put some investors in that one there. That's a great option there. Um, you know, just betting on the future of what's happening in Hamilton. Brad Land's a very smart guy, so uh, <laughs> if he uh if he believes that strongly in the market, that's usually a very good sign of where it's gonna go. Yeah. And the reality is, I mean it's you know, you're you're like forty to fifty percent cheaper than uh than Toronto. And you're still getting the same very high quality product at forty to fifty percent less. I mean, yeah. it's not like it's twenty percent less. It's it's forty to fifty percent less. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So, what would be next? What would be next steps? I mean, I, I I'm thinking of like the like I said, the initial investment would be probably around five hundred, five to six hundred thousand. Do you see a lot of investors doing it through? Uh, like, are, doing, are they doing investments personally or? through holding companies or corporations or anything like that? What do you see a lot of investors doing? Um, it's both. Uh, it really depends on your situation and what advice you yeah. receive from your accounting on, you know, what makes sense for you. Um, you know, general rule of thumb, like if you if you just have, a you know, five or six units or less, like personal name is, is what most accountants would probably recommend. If you start getting into a lot of units, then, you know, most accounts might recommend, you know, having a corporation, but it really depends. Um, okay. Obviously, you're, you know, you've got corporations set up, obviously, so yeah, um, it's it's not hard for you to, to do that, do it that way from a logistics standpoint. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it would come down to, I would just say, ask your accountant and see what, what makes sense okay. for you. Right. It's not, uh, you know, it's not... The biggest myth out there is that incorporation is automatically better. Yeah. Which is not no. all, not the case for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I so I you know I think for sure I'm very interested in Hamilton. Um, you know because of exactly what you said. The, there's value there, and I believe that you know even a, an opportunity like the Television City that won't be built for another what five years. Five years. Um, yeah. You know, and even if you hold that for another five, essentially ten years down the road. 
you know, the exactly. value is going to continue to grow on that property. But I'd also like, you know, I like Toronto because I like, I think being able to get in and out of those properties uh, is easier. Um, yeah. And uh, so I, I, my goal is to try and build a portfolio of maybe, you know, two uh, Toronto condos uh, to start and maybe two or three in, in Hamilton or, or vice versa, something along those lines, depending on each individual opportunity. So well, I, just, I, I don't know what next steps would be. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'll wait. I'm, you know, obviously as new things come online and, uh, you know, we can move pretty quickly on them. So, um, yeah, just, just wondering what next steps would be. Yeah. So next steps would be, I'll, I'll send you an email with, uh, a couple of options that are available right now. You can consider yeah. that I would recommend. Um, are you receiving my weekly emails? I, you know what? I just signed up for it. Um, I signed up for it yesterday and then I watched your, uh, some of your videos that you had. Uh, okay. I also spoke, spoke to Sean and, um, yeah. you know, my, my biggest concern was trying to find, to be honest with you, trying to find an agent that, uh, you know, could not just push paper, but tell me more about and have true knowledge of, of the different markets. And I, you know, I'm happy to hear that you understand that you're looking at Hamilton and Toronto because that allows me to deal with one person, uh, yeah. as I try and build my portfolio. So I, you know, I'm not, I'm not looking to, you know, I'm not looking to, I'm looking to have some stuff that I can generate some income in and, and properties that will cash flow, um, you know, and uh, I get the game. I've done it before, not necessarily on the condo side, but on the residential side. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm And potentially maybe even at some point, maybe finding a condo that I would have, um, you know, one day for, for future use as my kids get older and potentially might go to university there or they live in Toronto. My wife and I might decide to have a place there. So, we're in the outskirts now, so yeah. Sometimes opportunities come up that are uh, unadvertised. A developer might just call me one day and say, "Hey, Andrew, I got these units. Can you move them? Uh, we'll do a deal." Or, um, "Hey, Andrew, uh, I'm not telling anybody else, but I'm releasing this this floor here, and these are the prices." I think so. That's the best place to to make sure you don't miss anything like that, as well as you're about to. You know the the big launches that are coming up as well. But yeah. Next up, I will email you a couple of specific options. I'll email you the info for Television City for sure, in Hamilton, uh, and a couple right. other things. And then uh, you can take a look at that, digest that, and just get back to me and let me know what you think. All right. Yeah. If you could also, I mean, maybe on the next call when I call you back once I've seen it, is just give me some recommendations as to you know this building I'd recommend a one bedroom or two bedroom. I'm sort of flexible there. I was looking more at two bedrooms. Uh, but uh, I'd like your I'd like your guidance on that at that point in time. So of course, yeah. When it comes to specific building, that's, that's something yeah. that we, we can always do is say, okay, Andrew, I like this building or I like this area. What you know, what type of unit makes the most sense here? You know, or I like a one, I like a two bedroom, but you know, which two bedroom is, is going to give me the best uh, the best option here? Fantastic. Thank you so much, Andrew. Really appreciate your time, and I'll uh, I'll wait for your email. Thanks for listening to the Ask Andrew Podcast. To get your question answered, just go to askandrewpodcast.com and click Ask a Question.